you know where my biggest fulfillment comes art is to see the parents my sons have become they're a much better dad than i was because they're much more involved than i was and it was because of cultural norms or things that society put on us and i'm so happy about that you know we, we always complain about this next generation but what I'm, I'm seeing great things come out of this generation welcome to the art of fatherhood a podcast that takes you on the journey of fatherhood Now, here's your host, Art Eddy. What's going on, everybody? Art Eddy here for another edition of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I'm very happy to have Jeff Castillo. He works over at Medela. We're going to be talking about fatherhood. We're going to be talking about ways that dads can help moms. And also, if you're in a workplace and you know someone is coming back from maternity leave, how we can kind of help that transition to make it more comfortable for everybody and just to make sure that everybody feels relaxed and feels safe going back to work after maternity leave. Thank you very much for taking the time, Jeff. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Art, and I love that you got this podcast going long overdue. Fatherhood is a much bigger responsibility than what we've perceived in years past. So thank you for doing this, man. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Thank you, sir, for that. And also, too, thank you for what you guys are doing. We're going to be talking a little bit about what Medela is doing, different programs and all that good stuff, and also how dads and men in the workforce can be great advocates. Because uh, I know it can be weird for guys to talk about breastfeeding and nursing and all that good stuff, but if we act like adults and we make sure where everybody's comfortable, we'll all get there. And But first, like bring good guys like yourself to talk about their fatherhood journey. When you found out you were going to be a dad, what was going through your mind, sir? i tell you what, it was a huge responsibility. We had a couple unsuccessful launches with our first two, and, and we had the reset on, on how we approached it. But I come from a lineage. My father sacrificed everything to be a father. He left his country behind him, arrived to this country with a dollar and 11 cents, and reset language, had to get educated all over again and all that on behalf of his family. So I had that heritage art that I had to make sure I carried through with my kids. So I had a a large amount of responsibility put on my shoulders instantaneously, right? And talk, uh, talk about legacy and like making sure you continue on your, your family's uh, legacy, right? <laughs> he left his country behind, his language behind everything for us, right? And so, so when he found out I was going to be a dad, you know, he made sure he understood the importance of fatherhood to me. And uh, I took it very serious. And, you know, especially after surviving a couple of failed attempts uh, and losing our first two. Right. So we wanted to make sure that we uh, we were to go with this successfully. Again, thank you for sharing that and being honest. Uh, when 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 this topic does come up, uh, I do have people email me when they listen to the podcast. And again, there there's comfort in knowing that they're not the only one. And I know that you probably know this as well. But again, um, I really appreciate you sharing that because sometimes people feel like it's not talked about enough. And it's not, you know, made sure that people have gone through some tough times um, with that. But thank you again for sharing that. And again, kind of going back with, you know, your father and what he was doing. Sometimes as kids, we really don't realize like, oh, wow, like, look what he did. And look, you know, look at my family, my mom and my dad did and all that good stuff. Until you become a parent, then you realize like, all right, I want to make sure that the stuff I learned from my parents, I kind of instill into my kids. So what were some of the values you were looking to instill into your kids as they were growing up? That's a great question. And when I already have five grandkids. So my first two sons are, are participants, right? We're fertile people. What can I tell you? The Cubans were fertile people. But, uh, <laughs> but I can't tell you this, Art. What I told them is nothing's going to prepare you for fatherhood. 
no matter what conceptions you have in your mind, no matter how you think you're going to tackle this, you won't appreciate it until you're there. Right. And it becomes a whole until you hold this, this thing that you call yours, nothing, you, nothing prepares you for that. But what I told him is you're responsible. Now you're responsible for something beyond you and your spouse. You're responsible for this being that you brought in to make sure that they have all possibilities to provide great outcomes in life to themselves and to their families and to society. Right. And that's a big obligation and nothing will ever be the same to you. Your life has changed completely. It will never. And I go, I don't care if it's from a newborn to where I'm at today, where I have young adults. I still worry the same about different things, but I still worry the same. And I want the best for them. So, you know, that's the way I try Dart, preparing that way. Love it. Yeah. You never stop being a parent, no matter what, like the different stage you think, oh, okay, I can like, nope, there's always that worry. And there's always like making sure that they are living the best lives that they possibly can. Talk about something that your kids or even your grandkids now have taught you about life or about yourself that maybe you didn't know was there until you became a dad. You know, and I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this too, Art, but humility. They brought <laughs> a whole other level of humility to me, right? Again, I, I, I'm one of these people that likes some level of control. I like some level of understanding. And it all changes when you have a kid. And then every kid is different. So it, it takes you to new levels at every level. And what you realize is there's not a there's not a one solution for all type scenario. You got to take it on on who you have, what personality, and and that's the beautiful thing. And I, I love that part of parenting, but it's also the most challenging. So they brought a lot of humility, and that's honestly made me a better husband, a better contributor to society, a better leader in this business that I lead. You know, it's it's brought a lot of benefits in my life. That's great to hear, Jeff. Yeah, and humility is like. You think you're doing great, but when they start getting their own opinions about the dinner you made or the the driving or certain, like there are certain times where my youngest is like, dad, you better get in the other lane. And I just look, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, she's taking after her mother now. <laughs> I can relate, but I have always an easy answer for that. I always like, you'll own your house one day. You can set up your own rules, but until then you're living under mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, hey, listen, the other day, and you'd appreciate this because you're a superhero guy. My son actually wanted to challenge me on superhero trivia. I was like, okay, bring it on. He's like, dad, I, I can definitely beat you hands down. And, you know, I stumped him with name all the Green Lanterns. Right there, I stumped him. He couldn't name them all, right? So, but I, I still like them to know that dad still has some level of significance in, in what he knows. So don't challenge it, but yeah. Well done. I love, yeah, especially like the old school Hal Jordan then to the different ones. And even one of them is named after my wife, Jessica. So I love the fact that. Oh, I have a Jessica. Oh, nice. Very cool. So... My only daughter's named Jessica out of the four I have. Oh, nice. Good name. But I'm a Hal Jordan guy all the way as well. For sure. Darkest Night was one of the best uh, series, comic book series. series. Loved it. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I'm with you, man. Talk a little bit about uh, a piece of advice or a dad hack that you'd offer to new dads or heck in this pay in this in this space granddads if you're gonna be a grand like for a first time grandfather you can either do it for you know new dads or new grandfathers give a piece of advice sir well i gotta tell you this you know where my biggest fulfillment comes art is to see the parents my sons have become they're a much better dad than i was because they're much more involved than i was and it was because of cultural norms or things that society put on us and I'm so happy about that. You know, we, we always complain about this next generation, but what I'm, I'm seeing great things coming out of this generation. And what I could tell any new dad is there is no norms to parenting. There is no 
secured boundaries and channels and all that step in at all times. And this breastfeeding journey, do not allow your wife to take this one on by herself because it is a journey that requires two or more. I think uh, we've also seen data that if a mother who is breastfed is supporting a new mother, it helps as well. But that spouse is extremely pivotal in the successful journey of breastfeeding. Well said, man. That's a great, like, you're, you're a pro at this. It was a great segue to what we're going to talk about with Medela. I think, you know, being a stay-at-home dad, seeing the stuff that my wife went through uh, for both times of like maternity leave and all that, um, you see a lot of things from a different perspective. And I think the biggest thing in any relationship, especially marriage, is you want to have great communication. It's like, how can I help? You think you might be doing enough, but when you actually say like, hey, how can I help you, right? You could be doing like A, B, and C, but actually X, Y, and Z would be more beneficial to your partner, right? And I know there's a lot of pressure just, again, experiencing from um, just witnessing what my wife was going through, getting back into the workforce after having a baby. Just, you know, mentally, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all those things. And it's like all of the things you were thinking for a woman, because my wife and I talked about this, when you're at work and all the things you think about, then you just became a mom, you know, and if you are nursing, you are breastfeeding and all of these things, like, how do I do this? How do I do that time? So for you, with your experience at Medela, talk about like how you become an advocate for moms and what Medela is doing, not just for moms, for people in the work, in the workplace and work environment to make sure it's a smooth transition. Yeah, well, that's a great question because I tell you, we're, we're, we're actually further behind than a lot of other countries in the world when it comes to mothers coming back to work and making sure they have the right environment to continue this journey. And, you know, the latest recommendations, hey, if you can extend this out to two years, that's exceptional. But the first six months are pivotal. And we know that a lot of these people don't have six months of, of paternity maternity leave. They have to get back to work sooner or later. And here's the... Here's what's interesting. We're the greatest country in the world, no doubt about it. My father sacrificed everything to get here, but we're still telling mothers to go breastfeed in the bathroom. Now, I mean, Art, would you cook a dinner for your kids or a lunch in the bathroom and feed it to them? No way. No way would you do that. Either would I, right? So such a good perspective to put on that, too. Right? Don't think about it, but heck yeah. Well done. <laughs> right? I mean, why would we do that? Let's pro- you want a productive employee, and we know our data shows that you provide the right environment, you're going to get a very productive. And by the way, the turnover drops by like 30% or more. Good, good environment for breastfeeding. We know that the longevity of that employee is much longer than the average employee. What does good environment mean? A safe place, a private place, a clean place, product availability when they need it, and access, and then support. The organization... And I think what we miss is if you're telling somebody to run to the bathroom, take their dress off, breastfeed, put it back down, put it in a bottle, take it out. Now you're paranoid. It's not clean. It's not safe. How are you get a productive employee? You're not. So here at Medela, we go way beyond just producing pumps. We make sure that legislation is understanding the importance of this. So we're pushing numerous acts to Washington to make sure that we could give that environment. We're also working with other providers that could provide nice pods good environments for mothers to do that. And then education, we provide tons of education to these workplaces saying, hey, this is what a good place, a good environment, a sound environment looks like. And here's the results you could get back. Love that. Uh, and of course, we'll uh, tell people to go uh, to your guys' website over at medela.us for more information on that. And of course, we'll put up links here at the Art of Fatherhood as well. But I am so glad. It's like, 
you, you got some, you know, you know, just to use as a superhero, like you got Professor X, um, you know, uh, powers in the sense of like my next question, because you said, can you imagine like, pump, like for a woman to pump or nurse in a bathroom, right? Especially in this dad world, in this dad blogging world, dad, you know, podcast world. One of the biggest things is like, we need diaper stations in bathrooms. We can't just change the diaper on our knees in the bathroom and all that other stuff, right? So you making that bathroom analogy, especially for women, like, would you want to cook a food in the bathroom? No, you don't want to do that. So when you put a perspective on what someone thinks about or cares about, and you know, in, in this case, it'd be like, guys, like, I wish they'd have a great, you know, uh, diaper station in the men's bathroom so I could, you know, change my kid's diaper, right? Um, so just kind of going with that, for men in the workforce, that if, you know, you know that someone on your team is coming back, into the workforce after maternity leave and whether or not they're going to be nursing, whatever the case may be, it's good to talk to your company and to be a good advocate. Talk a little bit about how men in the workforce can bring this up to, you know, maybe to HR, whatever the case may be. What are some good ways that men can be advocates in the workforce, not just at home, but also in the workforce. So there is that safe, comfortable environment whether it is a you know nursing station or whether it's a designated room or whatever the case may be for women to feel at ease and feel better about their environment that they're in. Yeah, I think our, the first thing we could all do, dad primarily in a workforce, right? Because a lot of a lot of the advocacy behind this is women who are about to have a baby or have a baby going forward and requesting these things. But we need to be proactive in making sure that our employees offer that. And so that's that's one area that we got to make sure that we are advocates in our own workplaces uh, on behalf of, of women in breastfeeding. The second thing, and I'll tell you, I know dads have gone way out of the norms and when their wives have had gone back to work and they don't have the right facility, they'll go as far as picking up that milk, bringing it back to baby because there's not right sanitary. And so you did the fingers up because you may have lived this because yep. there wasn't <laughs> the right sanitary environment. The mother didn't feel right keeping bottles on the, on the desk. I mean, can you imagine if, I don't know if we would do well if we were required all these things that they are required to do. So I know great dads who said, don't worry, honey, when you rest, I'll go over there, I'll pull it back, I'll have somebody watch the baby, I'll bring the baby, whatever. And that's a great thing to do, but it's not a nece necessary thing to do. Be an advocate, be an advocate, get involved local in the community. If you're a stay-at-home dad, get involved in your local community, making sure all government facilities have this. We're looking, we're talking about major retail outlets having them, banks having them any place that should provide the right environment. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. No, my, my wife at the time when she was, when we were living in New Jersey, there was like a designated office that wasn't being used. Um, but it was just like, I would text her. I'm like, Hey, I used two bags already. Just letting you know. And then also too, if she had a work event or she had a much needed, you know, girls night, like they're going out to dinner, I would meet somewhere in the parking lot so she could nurse at the, you know, for a night feeding. And then it's like, all right, so, all the bags that she produced during the day wouldn't like go for not right. So you'd actually be, be able to nurse besides getting the bags. And That's I always awesome joke like are. what I mean, it's called liquid gold. And you, <laughs> you did the right thing. You treated it like liquid gold. You did the right thing. Right. No because doubt. even if she had a room, it maybe didn't have refrigeration. Maybe it didn't have the right storage uh, bags and stuff like that. These are things that we help employees understand what does good look like and what does ease look like. So we really push that. No doubt. And especially too, like, all right, people listening to this, guys listening to this be like, yeah, how can I be an advocate? Like, what do I say? How do I get things moving? Well, you guys at Medela have a great program called the KIN program, K-I-N program. Talk a little bit about that and how 
um, companies can use that to their advantage and also making sure that, again, it's creating a great environment for everybody at the office. Yeah, kid is something very unique to Medela, and I'm really proud that we do that. These are things that we do that are up and beyond what's required for the business. And, you know, and quite honestly, it's it's an educational arm, if you will, that brings all these resources under one roof. And it's like a in the box, open up and you have all the right things to provide an employee. So we try to make sure that we provide them with the right room environment or you know, external pods, if you will, environment. We give them the, all the equipment needed for that time. We tell them what storage should look like. Really love what you guys are doing over at Medeal. And again, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys are a very busy organization. Before I finish off with the Father of Quick Five, just one more thing. Like, is there something, it's kind of like almost like advice to new dads or whatever, but like maybe a common misconception or just something that maybe we all don't think about when it when it comes to breastfeeding or nursing that, is right in front of our eyes, but sometimes we can't see the forest through the trees. So is there something that like you have seen, you guys have seen that is like a not a quick fix, but just like an easy answer that sometimes people make it harder than it is just in setting up an environment for women? Yeah, a, a couple of things I would say. First of all, it's getting the word out that there's all options and alternatives. It's important that we know that. We had a formula shortage in this country within the last 10 months and it impacted it and it elevated the significance of breast milk. And what we, what we educated people around, there's milk banks, 40 that are FDA approved across the country that you could get your milk to, you could donate milk and making sure that that milk is brought to baby in, in a healthy, clean, uh, clean manner, right? But even more important is making sure that everybody knows that environment is so important to be able to do that. And you know, I was on a plane, just a quick story. I was flying back from Tokyo this week and there was a mom next to me. You know, I paid, I paid, you know, nice money to be in business class. And there's this baby, one-year-old baby and a mom next to me and she was breastfeeding and she was able to keep that baby in a pretty good temperament throughout, you know, a 16 hour flight <laughs> with breastfeeding. So what did I do? I pulled out my Medela card. I go, thank you. Thank you for doing the best for your baby. And let me know if there's anything I can do for you. She went ecstatic when she saw it was Medela. Oh, I love, I'm 45 years old. I'm a late mom. I wanted to breastfeed. Didn't think I could. Thanks to you guys and the education you provide on your website, I was able to adopt breastfeeding. Man, that's the best fulfillment any person could have in their job. Oh. So those are the little things are that I just love about what I do. It's it's the little things that make such a big difference. And for you to hear that, just, you know, all the work that you guys are doing, it just paid off in that one interaction. I just, I love that. We always want the best for our kids. Like you said, the next generation you want to be better and all that. And I love the fact that what you guys are doing, you're raising awareness and hopefully through my podcast, it also raised awareness for dads being like, yeah, you know, I was joking with some of your team members when we were talking about working together. It's like, we can go beyond just saying like, Hey, look, I just cleaned the, you know, the breast pumps and the bags and all that other stuff. Like we can go further than that. And so what you guys are doing are making sure that everybody is aware and has the knowledge. Once you have the knowledge, you can have, you can take the actions and, and the steps you need to make it a great environment, not just, you know, at home, but also in the workspace. So thank you very much. Um, fatherhood quick five favorite family movie. Maybe you like to watch with your grandkids right now. What Forrest Gump all the way. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Love Forrest Gump. Everything about it. Soundtrack is amazing. Um, speaking of that, Favorite family song, or was there an artist you couldn't wait to introduce your kids to? You know, Boston, man. I introduced them to Boston, old school Boston, more than a feeling. It was one of the first sing-along songs they would do. And then I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. They would sing it every Monday on their way to school. 
<laughs> Raise it right. Nice. Uh, describe the perfect family vacation. Where would it be? Anywhere where there's water. Nice. We're, we're water people. We love to be on water, either on a boat or laying on a beach. But anywhere there's water, that's a great vacation. Sweet. Now that I know that you're a comic book geek, favorite superhero and favorite supervillain are? Spider-Man and Doctor Doom. <laughs> Yeah, how do you like that? How do you like that mix up? But I like both of those. Just yeah. heard a rumor that Howard Stern has been playing Doctor Doom, and I can't get my arm around that. But yes. Well, I heard, heard that? that there was I heard that he was supposed to be like a a character in there, maybe even acting as himself. Hopefully it's not gonna be him because I can I remember. hope it's not Doctor Doom. I do too. <laughs> I love Doctor he'll, he'll ruin Doctor Doom for me. I can tell you that. But love them both. And lastly, top three words you hope your kids would use to describe you as a dad. What would you want them to be? Faithful, integrity, and uh, let me think that third one, I would say stable. Awesome. Great three words right there. People, make sure you go to Medela's website over at medela.us. Of course, we'll put up links here. And you'll find information just so you can be a great advocate for your spouse, for your wife, not just for heading back into the into the workforce, but also just with their kin program and how you can help and start up a conversation and show that you want to make sure that not only you can help her out, but you're actually helping out uh, your baby as well. Uh, I wish you and your family and obviously your company, Medela, continued success. And again, thank you for taking the time, sir. Thanks for what you're doing, Art. What you're doing is really important is getting those dads involved. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sir. I knew you were out there somewhere. We had to find you, but you are doing a great job. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I want to thank Medela for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. They are doing some great work to help families and especially moms get back into the workforce. Make sure you go to medela.us slash kin for more information on their fantastic kin program. And while you're on the internet, make sure you check out artoffatherhood.net. Check out the podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. You have a chance to win some cool prizes over at my website. See reviews, see funny articles, and also stories about dads doing it right. And again, thanks for checking out this week's episode of the Art of Fatherhood podcast. I appreciate your support where I'm trying to build up fatherhood and families. Thanks for listening to the Art of Fatherhood podcast. Leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and go to artoffatherhood.net.